I'm Brianna McHenry. And I'm Stephanie Delaporta. And we are your guides for the When in Bloom podcast. Join us weekly as we include tips, tricks, and alignment tools that support us on our personal journeys. Bringing you back to the knowing that you have all that you need within you to bloom. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another episode of the When in Bloom podcast. Today is another very special episode. We have guest spiritual coach and medium, Sarah De Silva, who is also a good friend of mine, and she is both bilingual in English and in French. So this is definitely for a multitude of listeners. And Sarah, we're just so happy that you're here today. Hi, I'm so happy too. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Sarah, for coming and for joining us. I'm excited for this that we create today. Me too. (laughs) Sarah, for those that don't know you, just tell us kind of like a little bit about yourself so our listeners can get to know you and feel like they know you as well as we do. Yeah, so I'm a spiritual coach and medium, like you said. And um, I'm helping actually people to get more closer to their inner love by a lot of instruments, a lot of tools. Uh, I love to mix spiritual things and practical things too, which creates a huge transformation and (laughs) I love it. Um, I'm really obsessed with self-transformation and unconditional love because I have really difficulty to love myself. I hate in my body. I hate kind of everything about me. <laughs> and once I find spirituality, it was the beginning of my self-love journey. Um, and I found it so amazing how much it gives me that um, sense of love and sense of connection with my deeper soul. And the fact that I knew how to... Um, Connect with my soul, me lots of confidence in myself, stressing about like, oh, uh, am I do- how am I am going to look to others or all this self-talk that we have uh, when we are insecure about ourselves and um, and when we yeah we just don't don't love ourselves and we we just say hateful things about uh, about ourselves and when. You have all this spiritual realm given to you. It's less, really more simple to think like, yeah, I'm actually divine, unique, and beautiful, and <laughs> every all these love things that we can think about about us, but in a, in another perspective from far away. That's so beautiful. I resonate so much with that love too, like in cultivating it and how important it is and how right now, especially there's like such a huge call for releasing that condition, the conditional love that we're like so used to receiving and step into that, like unconditional love of like, you literally receive love no matter what, just by being, I think it's so beautiful. That is beautiful because in order to unconditionally love others, we have to learn how to do that with ourselves first. You mentioned that you like to kind of make spirituality practical. Any examples of that that you want to share? So actually, when um, when you go with self uh, self love issues, so when you hate yourself, for example, 
you can dive deep into uh, realms of the, um, the spiritual and the material. In the material world, we are going to work on inner child or inner child problem traumatic things that happened back then um, and recreate that. And on the spiritual, we're going to work on past lives or transgenerational. We pick, we choose actually to, to take when we are a soul to incarnate in that earth, to transmute that and to um, heal actually the ancestors. I'm truly passionate about all these words. <laughs> so, um, and, and this creates really a deep transformation then because you have all the material things. So what you have learned in that, um, in that life right now and what you, you have lived back then and all the spiritual energies that are sticking to you, uh, sticking on you. Yeah, and after in the, um, so you have these two dimension and plus um, incorporate also exercises like uh, practical things you do every day in order to heal yourself every day and just create kind of a routine which is going to help you love yourself even more. Are there things that you have found yourself that specifically work for you? Uh, right now and um, I think it's where we introduce the Marys because um, they are really teaching me how to love my voice. So it's something that I'm really working on right now. <laughs> so my singing voice, because now my talking voice, I'm good with that. <laughs> my singing voice, it's something different. Because for me, it's really intimate, intimate and it's kind of, I re I'm revealing my soul to the world. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know if I really want that, but yeah. Um, so I have a lot of insecurity about my voice. So I found that singing bowls or um, just the act of words also, like really talking and uh, singing and prayer or stuff like that is really working for me. That totally mirrors myself. I've been working with like singing light language with uh, singing bowls as well. Because I'm like you. I It's something that I'm trying to get comfortable with mm. sharing my voice. Same as you. Like talking, I'm okay. But singing, you know, there's some like childhood issues with that and like, you know, negative experiences with that. So I completely understand that. And I love how you mentioned the Marys. Tell me, who are you talking about? <laughs> so, who are the uh, Marys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Marys, actually, it's um, a frequency which involves uh, two souls that everyone knows, <laughs> actually. It's uh, Mary Magdalene and Mary of Nazareth. So Mary of Magdalene is the, the wife, actually, of Jesus and uh, Mary of Nazareth is the mom of Jesus. And they said to me that in the afterworld, if, if I can say, <laughs> it's not really an afterworld, it's a living world. <laughs> yeah, so they told me that they, um, they united each other as a soul because they are like twin flames. The most important is that now they are together and actually when you call upon Mary of Nazareth, you also have a part of Mary 
uh, of Madeleine and vice versa. I love that. That's so, that like resonates too a lot with, it just resonates. Like, I don't really know that much about either one of them, but when I was hearing you say that, it almost was like a click. Like, it was like, yeah, yeah duh. Like, it, it's a super remembrance. I just wanted to say also that um, I actually didn't know anything about Mary Madeleine and Mary of Nazareth. I'm not religious at all. <laughs> so it just, <laughs> like my family is, my grandparents and stuff are kind of religious, but not really um, doing it fully. They're not like the typical uh, Christian or whatever. So I didn't have that in myself. So yeah, and they told me, do not read anything about us. <laughs> just channel, <laughs> that's it yeah because I think I, I still had this fear of religion so um yeah and right yeah because I feel like maybe uh your listeners for this podcast um they maybe have fear of religion too and I I want to say do not worry I'm the same <laughs> so uh, the Marys are just um souls that want to help us to love ourselves unconditionally and improve our our relationships and um, and also improve our relationships with sexuality, which is so important. I definitely resonate with that because especially the part where you said fearing religions, because I was mm. myself, I was I was heavily involved in the Christian church during my teenage years and my preteen years. So as someone who has that sort of conditioning and programming to hear you talk about them as a, you know, as a twin flame frequency, it's actually really refreshing because I always felt for myself that that was what was missing within that religion was the divine feminine aspect of, mm. of, I guess what you would call the Godhead. Right. So I think it's, I also think it's really beautiful that the, that they're twin flames because it's almost as if the archetype of the whore and the archetype of the virgin is, is mixing. And I actually have, if you know, astrology, my Lilith, my black moon Lilith in Virgo. So I actually constantly have to balance is like the balance of like between the whore and the virgin. And it's like, so it's just very interesting that it embodies like that frequency embodies that because when we think of twin flames, we automatically assume it's a divine, like a feminine and a masculine. So it's, I think it's so beautiful that you've brought up uh, a different sort of perspective on looking at the idea of twin flames all on its own. Hmm. And the thing is that we can do all of them. Like um, we can, we can be the whore and the virgin in some time. Why choosing? <laughs> like, we are all of them we are even masculine the divine masculine we have everything inside of us and it's what the marys told me like you don't need to choose you have such um multifaceted soul that that you can experience actually all these facets in you so you can be the whore you can be the virgin you can be the mother you are yes. the Wise, you can be everything actually <laughs> in some time. Yes, I truly agree with that, a hundred percent. 
that we don't need to limit ourselves into a, into a box or a label. We can actually embody all of these different aspects because essentially if we're a fragment of source, we are every single one of these anyways. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, truly. And, um, a friend of mine also told me like not to read things because she specialized in religion and she loves to, uh, to learn all about this. And she told me the story actually of Mary Magdalene and, and I got this thing because the story goes that she was a whore and, um, and Jesus kind of saved her, you know? So, um, and in some time right now I'm having to download, like actually a whore are saving the words in a way that they are healing the man women are not women we don't know actually you have sexuality and yes because in our society especially as a you know identifying as a woman there's a lot of shame around mm. sexuality and sensuality so i don't know if you want to talk out talk a little bit about that in respect to like how the marys view that um we have of shame it's mostly, and it all comes out to self-expression as well, because the throat chakra and the sacred, uh, sacral chakra is really linked to each other. So if you have been um, abused in bad life or in past life, because <laughs> like you said, like every memories are still in you today and that you are replaying that all the time. So that's really important to know that if we had a lot of difficulty to express ourselves, can it can be your life right now, but also your past lives. And most of the past lives are um, like, like I know that for me, I I was a prostitute. Of course, prostitutes were were whores and were bad and were evil and obvious things. <laughs> And why they did that? Because religion actually, um, it's just having faith. Religion is just having faith in something which can, which can be God or whatever, like God universe or anything. But the patriarchy made it to, to, truly, to truly take control over the women because the women were still powerful. The witches, witches, it's kind of, which is is the the wise woman and they were scared of that yes, <laughs> so it's uh, they burned them kind of you know i have those past lives as as wit mm-hmm. as a witch so everything yeah. you're saying resonates with me completely yeah. and that just made the connection they were you you burn they they were burning the witches and the fire is that sexuality that's Yes, that fire, that desire, that envy, yes, all that passion. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind. Every act that they did is sending a message, a spiritual message. That is so true. I see that. I see that too. I can see the correlation between the two, and I think it's important now, definitely, to come back to this place, which also makes sense why the Marys have come in at this time on earth, because it's safe for us to explore that sexuality and sensuality. And it's okay to be woman, you know, like it's okay to fully embody that part of yourself. Yeah. Um, Whether whether it's (laughs) 
the archetype of the whore or the virgin or, you know, whatever. Like you said, we have all of those within us, but we've been taught to feel so ashamed when those attributes and aspects of us come out that we hide, we end up burying them. And that's where the shot, they go into the shadows. And then that's where we then have to retrieve them and do the work to heal them. I love that. And, um, and that's so funny because, um, so all that sexuality for me, I was really, um, ashamed of all of this. So, um, so I I really dive deep into tantrism and all this spiritual actually unconscious uh, sex because for me it's so important and I actually was abused and it's why I um, I I dive into that even more because I'm truly spiritual and I love spirituality and I love to connect both of them because the act of sexuality is actually a precious act which involve the two person and the two person need to be conscious each of them to unite unite their souls and um yeah so when you have this act of sex and this act of love actually <laughs> we go back into unconditional love because it's the love it's the it's the love, yeah, it's the love frequencies of the souls that are united together and that are forming kind of, uh, I like to say like, um, kind of the whole universe <laughs> melting together. Like since eight, it is that. <laughs> so, yeah. Like a cauldron, like a melting pot. <laughs> I was just yeah. thinking, cause we were talking about witches, how when you said that, yeah. all I could picture was, the cauldron, the melting pot of yeah. the universe. It's that. And yeah, and so I discovered also um, that in search, in search, you can be everything that you want as well. You can be the white one, you can be the sensual, the more spiritual, and you can be, you can be all of them together. And, and we don't have to shame that. We don't have to shame our desires and... Um, and our inner fire actually because it's truly important i am really loving this conversation so much and i think it's so important and i'm just hiding in the background too just so everyone knows my little one is having a temper tantrum ish oh. right but then um so she's just having lots of extra snuggles do you want to say hi <laughs> <laughs> She just needed some mom snuggles, but I feel like this is such like an amazing thing for her to be listening to and like a part of it and creating like in this space. Cause I know that as, um, even as like moms, a lot of their, um, trauma like comes up through like, and like that shame idea, like it's just like never ending. And even when you are like pregnant to shame and the trauma, it's like, so coming up so hard to like be released <laughs> um yeah. do you have any ways too that like you love or like like learning and then letting it go so how to hear the trauma actually go directly in the inner child for me it's where you need to start to know actually um how and to watch 
how you perceive your mom and dad together and how maybe ask question also to your parents how was their sexuality i know that it's kind of <laughs> weird to ask but but ask them because this is such a profound tool to heal your own trauma because even though you didn't maybe see them having sex you felt it energetically <laughs> and and also the masculine the dynamic between the women and the men in the family are very important to heal every trauma actually and mostly about sex <laughs> because it's always this dynamic of the the female energy and the masculine energy which when you see it in your parents it's actually what you reproduce in your own self because we each have masculine and feminine energy so we reproduce that to ourselves and then we we do that also to the outer world so yeah <laughs> this is a huge key for you to um to to dive into i want to know how did the marys come to you yeah <laughs> um actually i've got uh, i'm doing lots of care of healing with my bioenergetician and one day um i did one and the name mary come comes up and i was like okay that's so cool and so i already worked a little a little bit with them <laughs> by the um thanks to my bioenergetician and after i think i saw um a post of rebecca Campbell because she was doing this pilgrimage uh at saint bomb and i was like hmm, it's next to my house <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and it was to see the the grot i don't know how to say that in english though um you know the the space where mary the mary so mary of madeleine mary nazareth uh the kid oh yeah i need to talk about the kid because it's really funny because the kid of jesus and mary of madeleine was called sarah <laughs> and, like, hmm. <laughs> and uh yeah and when i did my pilgrimage um i'm teasing a little bit but yeah um base she sent me a past life where i was playing in that space so they they lived in that space for uh for 40 years yeah 40 years there um and so when i first saw that post i was like oh that's cool it's near my place and i didn't think much of it <laughs> I was like okay after i did um <laughs> i i picked a card on my divine feminine oracle and i was like okay the card is Mary of Nazareth. I need to channel her <laughs> right now. <laughs> and uh, she gave me um, she gave me a ritual which is super magical to invoke her in my daily life and to invoke that unconditional love. And I forget to say it uh, at the beginning, but unconditional love it means love without condition, which means loving every part of ourselves, the wrong the the goods every part that's beautiful i remember seeing that on your instagram your pilgrimage um yes. to visit the marys have you heard of the priestesses of the rose because everything you're saying just 
I don't know. It's like, I can feel into your frequency and I feel like you have a lineage there. The fact that the Marys have come to you and I don't know if you live near one of the Rose ley lines or not, but it just sounds like one of your past lives was a, was a priestess of the Rose. Yeah. Might be. (laughs) Have you ever, have you heard of it? No, I never heard about the priestess of Rose, but that's super funny because um, with my friend, we called each other the, the pink witches. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the, the witches of love, actually, you know, like. <laughs> no, that's, that's oh, yeah. perfect. Basically, it's, it kind of follows the path of, I don't know too much about it, but it follows the path of Mary Magdalene. And it was this. I believe it went even into Egypt. So I'm trying to, to be honest, I don't know too much about it, but sometimes I'm learning that I'm able to pick up on people's frequencies of like past lives and stuff. I don't know. I found that I've been doing that a lot recently. And for you, it's weird. It's like, as soon as you, like, as you're talking about this, I can picture the rose and immediately it dropped into my awareness. Like you were probably a, you were and I guess still are a priestess of the rose. So I would definitely, I would say like feel called to look into that because I think you might, everything you're saying is kind of what I've read about it. Although of course I can't articulate that now because I don't know, my brain is just, (laughs) my brain's not working, but yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I love it. I love the priestess. Yeah. I will look into that definitely because yeah, it's really resonates and um, it's funny because in that ritual that she gave me, she also told me to take a rose or stuff like that, you know. And in my way, before I did the pilgrimage, I felt the call to buy um, a rose, um, a rose plant with really like light pink flowers, which is so beautiful and. And I was like, okay, I needed to to do that. And after, before the pilgrimage, they told me like, so you took, <laughs> you're taking three, um, three roses from that plant that you bought, and you're going to bring it <laughs> into the into the space that we lived in. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> I will do it. I'm I'm telling you, I can I can feel it. That's I think you've definitely you're you're actually part of that. Um, lineage and the rose is a symbol of divine feminine enlightenment and feminine Christ embodiment. So the fact that you, yeah, kind of had the merging of those two frequencies of both the Marys just Mm -hmm. makes sense because the rose represents divine feminine mastery and mastery of the divine heart through compassion, surrender, trust, and unconditional love, which is what we've been talking about. So yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're going to have to look into I might have to send you a link um, or something because it feel that for you. So I love the synchronicities and how you received a message to grab like to get the roses. Yeah, I love it. Too. <laughs> yeah. And um, which is also fun to know is that actually, even though they are together, so Mary of Nazareth and uh, Mary of Madeline, you can see the difference of energy, the difference of the personality, I will say. <laughs> um, Mary of Nazareth, also known as the Virgin Mary, she has this virgin energy. That's, um, and it's why they match truly perfectly together because Mary, so the Virgin Mary, she's the virgin. She's the one who gets a huge heart huge compassion, huge love for life, for everyone. Uh, 
huge tolerance also. And she has this mothery, um, really calming um, energy. Uh, and after you have this other side, which is Mary of Madeline, which is more fiery and really like moving and <laughs> like moving pins up, which I love too. And it's, and she's truly healing with the fire. And, um, and she's the one who teach you about all consciousness, conscious sex, conscious relationship. Um, yeah, yeah, really like consciousness in the whole spectrum of it with relationships and uh, every kind of relationships, your relationship with yourself, with, the, with money, with everything. <laughs> so, yeah. If someone wants to connect with one of the Marys or both of the Marys, if they're both kind of one frequency, how would they do that? So I want to show with you uh, the ritual that she, she gave me at first <laughs> and she told me you can you can give them that they'll be happy <laughs> so here, here you go and you have the whole story also about that will that that i will explain as well because it's kind of really interesting so the step one is to find a candle with the images the mary of nazareth so the virgin mary or whatever just Mary. <laughs> uh, in my mind, I also I uh, already knew where I wanted to buy it because I saw you know this uh, candle in the in this candle glass with the beautiful image of the Mary and stuff. And I went to this shop and they were like, "Oh, sorry, I I stopped to do that kind of candles." And I'm like, "All right," <laughs> and I'm like okay, then today I will not have my candle, doesn't matter. And I let go of it, totally. And I wanted to take a crystal in that shop. I went only for the crystal. And I was the first thing that I saw when I entered that shop was a candle of Mary of Nazareth. And I was like, oh gosh, that's so amazing. <laughs> um, I was really like enthusiastic and super surprised because I totally let go of that, but I didn't expect it to, I didn't expect to find that candle in that shop. I just wanted my crystal and I totally let go of that. And it's actually one of the lessons of, of the marriage that, hey, if you let go, you have what you, what you want. <laughs> you just need to let go of it <laughs> because you, know, you uh, allow yourself to experience a deeper joy than if you didn't let go of it or if you look after that all the time. So that was super amazing. I loved it. <laughs> Step two, uh, look for a place to create an altar and uh, clean that space and room. That is super important to clean the space because as you know, the outside is also your inside. So if you live in trash, you are going to experience trash in your head. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so she really ins insisted in that. And it's funny because for me now, I really hated cleaning and I'm starting to like it because when I clean, it's kind of like I'm meditating. So, um, and it's really releasing all this junk, <laughs> junk in my head, clearly. <laughs> Uh, and I love Marie Kondo, as, as you can guess. <laughs> All this thing of um, 
what yeah what you what you have that doesn't spur joy need to go and that's really the whole jam that whole sacred ritual that i'm sharing that with that i'm sharing with you when you have your space clean your candle and you need to put it in a space that it's really sacred for you or that you're going to make it really sacred uh, she advised also to put a, a rose quartz, which is the, the quartz for the love, the really soft way. She's telling me right now that you have also the celestite, um, which is more for the Virgin Mary, because the Mary Magdalene, her color is red, pinkish. And Mary of Nazareth, it's more in the bluish, uh, in the bluish vibe. <laughs> so you can combine both of them match. And they told me like, put a rose or something, or a flower actually, which is pink. And for me, I put, um, I, I cut a flower of a bay leaf, <laughs> which is so beautiful. And that's funny because the bay, it's all about success in life, all about like liberating and all of this, uh, I would say, Roman, <laughs> Roman uh, history vibe, which is truly like almost royal. And I needed that vibe at the time to, to take power in my, um, which linked also clearly to Jesus. And when, um, when he said like, you will have your kingdom soon. And actually the kingdom it's not the real the, the real kingdom in the life but it's the, your inner kingdom like taking back your power in yourself so so yeah so that flower the bay leaves flower was perfect at this time <laughs> now it's more of a rose now uh, yeah we have we have phases and that's all right and the next step is um you you can light up your candle and after say out loud so i'm going to say it to you and uh you can write it down and read it again and again <laughs> to really have it clearly um so it's dear mother of all mother in me i invite you in my heart space inspire love in me allow me to shine Allow me to open myself up to the world and allow me to be like you, swimming in that infinite energy of unconditional love. I ask that for me, for my family, and for the whole world. Thank you. I love you. I love myself. I love each one of us in this whole universe. Amen. <sighs> And just listening to it, you can feel the frequency, which is really high, <laughs> really high vibration. And immediately puts you um, in a good mood. And if you do that, I did that actually every day. And my frequency went truly, really high. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I hope that this ritual will help you too. And you can invoke it. You can invoke Mary Madeleine if you want more fire in your life. And if you want more softness, you can invoke um, Mary of Nazareth.
Wow. That was so beautiful. And I just want to throw in there that if people are, if people hold any fear around connecting with a spiritual being to definitely make sure that you set up your boundaries first, only calling in the highest vibration of love and light. And then as long as you're protecting yourself with those boundaries, everything will be good. (laughs) You'll have a beautiful experience. Yes. Yeah. It's why this prayer is really powerful because you target only the Mary and nothing else. Yes. Which is why I think it's so important to how they talked about creating that sacred space, because once you have Mm -hmm. that sacred space, you're, you're setting those energetic boundaries so that who you're connecting with is only who you're connecting with. Yeah. Oh, I also, I remember you saying something about a statue uh, in regards to your pilgrimage. Do you want to elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, sure. Actually, this statue uh, was so, so funny because I didn't see it. And um, so it was the little little house to describe you. (laughs) So we went really, really close to it. And inside was really dark. You didn't really see anything. Um, and when we just wanted to to see and to go there, and after you had an altar where I put a little pentacle with the stones, that <laughs> was fun to do. Um, and when we came back, I actually saw a little light and saw a statue with the angels. And actually, it was Mary of Madeleine, and that statue was totally broken. And um, and at this moment, I was like, okay, I I heard, <laughs> I channeled actually, um, but I needed to put the statue on the ground and reconstitute the the statue and the whole um, the whole statue kind of. And it was truly beautiful and healing and so amazing because I did that pilgrimage actually with my mom. And I was the one which was really detailed and moved the statue. And my mom was in the background saying, hey, it was there, there. <laughs> that was so funny. It was also a, a way to connect deeper with my mom as well. And in some time to, to heal myself because it has this huge energy. And when I moved actually uh, the statue, my mom said like, oh, it smells like, like a rose, but so it smells so good. My friend after told me like, yeah, actually the rose was the perfume of Mary Madeleine. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so they explained to me actually that the, the act of reconstituting that statue is helping that space to heighten heighten, uh, the vibration because lots of trauma and violence and all these things happened in that space uh, regarding to women. So it was truly powerful and (laughs) I got also chills right now just to to talk about that. But yeah, it was really deep and, um, and also a lesson that if you think that your acts are simple and kind of stupid, it is not stupid. It's always helping the world in a energy frequency world that we don't see, but we, we, we feel it for sure. Wow. That is just, that's so incredible. And 
I can definitely like feel the synchronicities with that too. I just feel like life is just made up of these web of synchronistic moments and then they just cross other webs, you know, other people's webs. And then it's like this whole beautiful tapestry mm-hmm. of, of life really. So I want to touch on something that you said earlier regarding, you know, sacred sensuality and sexuality and its connection with your voice and basically transmuting any shame or trauma um, from from your childhood or even past lives as well uh, from multiple different timelines. Is there a way that, or a practice that you believe can help with that alchemization process? Yes. Um, so like I said, I love, I love sounds and uh, actually the Marys who wants me to, um, to offer you that sound, uh, that healing sound that will help you to open your throat chakra, which is truly linked to the sexuality and to that sacral chakra. And now actually, I, if you can, <laughs> I ask you to close your eyes and really dive deep into your soul. And listen that sound of healing. Think about all the women that are being shut down, that are losing their voice every day. Feel how restricted it feels. And now we're going to transmute this. See them laughing, expressing themselves freely with their body, with their voice. feeling in your body that your desires, your feelings are worthy of love, of listening to them. They are allowed to be expressed freely. And imagine that the light and blue frequency all around you as a soft, silky coat. Feel the presence of the Marys that are standing next to you, reassuring you that you're safe, you're protected, in your inner voice and our voice.
and let go of any fear, any weakness in your body, any shame, any guilt. Knowing that the Marys are with you, knowing that you are here for yourself. And imagining the rose in your heart opening up to to yourself, allowing yourself to experience every facet of yourself, part of them. You can be all of them without shame without conditions, without any You have unlimited love within you. You give that love to yourself without fear, without conditions, without limits. Now going back to your body. Keep it, keeping that energy love in you rest of opening your eyes and you feel ready to thank you thank you for the Mary's Thank you for yourself. <laughs> it's bright. Thank you for facilitating that. That was beautiful. I actually mm -hmm. felt a lot of energy on my third eye and I saw like a rose, like the outline of a rose. So I thought that was really beautiful. As Brianna mentioned earlier, 
she's taking care of her little one, but she is listening. And she just texted in our message box that that was beautiful. I can feel it integrating. I had lots of energy on my head too. (laughs) So it's so, we both felt a lot of energy. That was so beautiful. Please let us know how it felt for all of you that are listening. We'd love to hear from that. And this episode was just so beautiful and you can definitely feel the energy of the Marys and just that unconditional love and that inner fire that, you know, especially if you identify as a woman has been kind of put out for so long, you know, with you, with fear and shame. And it's just, it's so beautiful that we're, we're coming back to this place of healing all of that. So Sarah, you beautiful soul, where can listeners find you if they want to connect with you? On Instagram, mostly, uh, it's at I'm Sarah Da Silva. And um, I'm currently working on a French program about love, um, which is going to be amazing. So actually, my site and all my work is in French, but I'm also working on coaching that are available for English speakers too. So if you want to jump in, just email me or, um, or DM me on Instagram. It's Twitter on Instagram. <laughs> I just want to say, lastly, actually, the kids, for Brianna, (laughs) the kids, it's the energy of the Marys too. They love kids. It's so powerful that she's here too, because her being in that podcast is bringing that fiery, childish energy, which we love. (laughs) So don't be bad. Love it. I can feel the energy, yeah. (laughs) Yes. And Brianna responded to that. She texted, she is unconditional love. And she's, she's referring to her daughter, which is so true. Just like the purest form, right. Of, of light that we really have on this earth right Mm -hmm. now are the children. So yeah. And I have so much more to say about Kato Silva. Well, Sarah and the Marys, thank you so much for being here today and for just all of this beautiful creative energy I know we can all feel that within our own spaces so it's definitely transmuting the computer screens and the digital screens Mm -hmm. because really what is time and space right so (laughs) so we just want to thank you again and we also encourage all of you our listeners to connect with Sarah if you felt a resonance with what she was saying or if you want to learn more about the Marys I'm sure Sarah would be happy to go a little bit more deeper into that with you And I also want to say that we are happy to be back after a week of being off from the podcast. It was a great time of integration and we'll talk more about that and kind of all of the little pieces of wisdom that we've learned from stepping away from the digital world. But we hope you all have a beautiful week. And if you see a rose, I hope it reminds you of this episode. (laughs) So if it crosses your path at some point this week, you definitely know it was synchronicity and it was all in divine timing. Thank you all for listening and we will connect with you all soon. Thank you.